broadcasting legend in his own mind. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right, Justin, Justin Todd, Lamont and Nick, man, sliding in as the music starts. Save it to plate, man. Busier than a whore on payday today, man. Before I saw you pop in, and Coach went to the big, the big, uh, you know, the big screen thing, and I'm in the little screen. Oh, fucking a, man! So you want to take a big screen and put me in the in the middle, you know, like you know, like a Pinnacle type shit. Yeah, yeah, I figured with the Yankee gear on too, Captain, he would, you know. Yeah, I mean. Did you lose a bet or something, Captain? What's going on? No, no, no. There, there is a reason for this. There is okay. a reason for this. And I, I, I will, I will actually uh, say it now because our coach already knows. But in honor of Jason Dean, who had his birthday the other day, okay. And, you know, so he had a really good birthday. And he also gave me a lot of respect because I, I had a post on Facebook about the captain. And, you know, everybody said, well, there's only one captain. And, and uh, he's like, well, there's there's two captains. There's the captain and, of course, Derek Jeter. I said, you know, I, I can accept that. He actually needed yeah. to stop building on that. So wow. I said, I will, I will wear my special edition Derek Jeter jersey soon. I said, oh, I might as well pull it out now. But it's also because this is the number two. This is also the amount of straight losses that Garrett Cole has had this oh, season. Well, man. hey, hey, coach, do you know he leads the league in home runs given up? Yeah. Did you know that? Well, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I know. It's, it's, it's well, really, it's like, wow. I, and, and that's he, an odd stat, too, for me. Yeah. For, I mean, he got. He didn't, like, get shelled last night. Gave up three quick runs and then hampered down. But still, the money they gave him, I would say, you know, isn't equivalent right now. I mean, like I said, it's early in the year. But still, he's got an ERA over three. You know, they were paying for that guy with the uh, ERA. It seems early in the year, but it's not. It's half over. It's half over. No, I know. But still, it's not really fair in baseball to be, like, 30-some games in and say, oh, this guy's, you know. right. I mean, and, let's not forget and, this with the guy who's coming off winning how many straight starts yeah. as well. well. Well, hadn't lost in 28, I think, was the, yeah. uh, what the stat was, which was right. remarkable. And then the last two, and I think they were both to the Rays, weren't they, Coach? Yes. No, no, Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, okay. Right. Atlanta. Why not the last but one was He would have lost. He didn't get the decision against yeah, the Rays. Yeah, he had no decision against the Rays. Yes. Right. Which, which pulled it out because that was right before the loss to the O's. Right. Yeah. So his last three outings have not been yeah. great. No. But, and, and I'll tell you, though, too, this year is going to be so hard to gauge when we get into the playoffs because it's almost unfair of, like, you t- look like the NL Central. It's a bunch of shitty teams. So are the Cubs that good this year? Or are they just playing all the Central teams that suck, you know? I mean, then you go out in the AL Central, and I think you got three quality teams. Uh, Minnesota's not playing real good right now, but still, Minnesota, Cleveland, and Chicago White Sox, I think, are all three quality teams. Whereas if we looked in the Central, uh, not very good te- not very good teams. And even like the AL East, I mean, you know, other than the Braves, I do think the Phillies are coming on. I think yeah. they've stored up that bullpen. 
And let's not forget tonight. Nice, nice win last night. And now what's nice too is our our, our rotation lines up. We got Nola tonight. Wheeler. I don't know if Wheeler's going to be tomorrow because I know last time they kind of split him up and he was not the day after, but two days after Nola. But still, I like the look. They're hitting the ball. It's just a shame. Their problem is, you know, I really thought if Nola and Wheeler pitched well, which they're doing, that the Phillies were going to be in pretty good shape. It's just, you know, like we said, Captain, early on, the other three pitchers, Arietta, one game looks great, the other game gets shelled. Eflin is the picture of inconsistency. And Spencer Howard, you know, hasn't been really great. ERA in the sevens, I believe, or, or the sixes, I know that. Yeah, but you know what, I, I, with, with Howard, you know, I – He's a rookie coming up. Yeah, I mean, he's, still got a, tell, he's, he's still got a lot of promise. Right. Um, I was actually kind of, uh, I want to say upset, but I was actually kind of surprised that they gave up on Pavetta so so quickly, but they needed the, the bullpen help, which is how they had to ship out Pavetta in order to get the, I think it was the two guys from the from the Bosox, because I know he was involved in that trade. But, uh, you know, uh, with, with the Domain, what's his name? Seriano, not the uh, Sarant, no Sir Anthony. Yeah, he, he's not having a, a good year as well. So the Phillies, man. I mean, I love my Phillies, but it's it's still early to tell if they can hopefully catch fire and and do some damage. You know, they actually have looked obviously looked better recently with with what's been going on. But uh, you know, uh, with, with the way it is with the AL East, and I said that correctly, the right. AL East. Mm-hmm. You can get a coach at least. Right, got it. Right, I okay. got it. I'm there. Okay. I'm with you. I, I didn't know whether you heard me or not because you didn't even yeah. get yeah. that smirk. I know. Okay. But uh, you know, with the with the least in the AL and the least in the uh, the actually, I got to say it in the NL too. The NL least because um, it's just it's just not it's not really the the teams that you thought were going to mm-hmm. just going to be dynamos. Yeah, the Yankees started so well and then they they come back to the pack the rays have been ascending all year which is good for them and i said watch the rays in, in, in baseball this year and i said it because even buster only picked them and i said but in a short season i like what the rays had to offer so i guess i'm gonna have to be, this is my homage for for coach and jason dean you know for the two straight losses that Garrett Cole yeah. had so i will probably right. be wearing my rays yeah. Uh, from now on, but I wanted, wanted to say that. Hey, Stiz, how you doing? Yeah. Well, any, with the Yankees, though, too, any team that's losing probably their three best position players are going to struggle. Take out Harper, Rio Malto, and Gregorius from the Phillies lineup, and they're going to be in trouble. I mean, you know, the Yankees are missing LeMahieu. I know he just came back last night, wasn't coach? Yeah. But then you're missing Stanton and Judge. And I'll tell you, man, what happened to Gary Sanchez? Yeah. I mean, he didn't like 130. I mean, and they're, they're, they keep playing him, hoping he gets out of this slump, but it's almost at the point, you know, <laughs> that maybe they need to, I don't know, move on, but at least maybe sit well, him on the bench for a little I, bit. I, I, thought, I thought it was, you know, that one-hit wonder. He came on like a ball of fire and just kind of crapped the bed afterwards, and I was one of the people that was all for that trade for, for Real Muto Real and sending Diaz. Yeah down to uh, Miami um, yeah. and uh, because I, I'm not a big fan of, of Sanchez. I just didn't, didn't think he was going to pan out. Right. And speaking of a trade, um, the guy, one of the guys the Phillies traded for Rio Malto, which is shown, they better sign Rio Malto. Sixto Sanchez. 
who pitched for the Marlins the other day. He looked pretty good. Uh, he was a top prospect. He was one of their, their best pitching prospects. They traded to get Real Malto, so they better they better get him signed up. I mean, they said, you know, there was rumors that they had no conversations with him since all the way back, it, you know, you know, before June. Uh, Klintak said that's not true, but wouldn't elaborate on, you know, what the negotiations are. But with the year he's putting up, he's already known as the best defensive catcher in baseball. And now look what the I mean he's their leading RBI, leading home runs. But, I mean uh, and here's here's what I heard today was very interesting uh, when you speak of him is that with the new ownership of the of the Mets coming in, you know, wanting to make a splash, I think that Rio Muto's camp is gonna hold out and see if this if there's truth to that. Because apparently it's some billionaire, he's gonna be the richest owner in MLB if he winds up buying the team. Uh, big hedge fund guy. Uh, uh, can't think of his name. But, you know, and now Made that's, that's going to be... That's going to be... But that's going to be the big uh, the big question is, you know, uh, are the Mets going to outbid the Phillies now? Because this is like a whole new concept because the Mets don't spend money. Right. right. And now, now all of a sudden, you're going to get an owner yeah, in there to spend some money. JT said he loved playing in Philadelphia, but still, with all these guys, I think it's a lot. It, a lot of it's going to be who's going to pay me the most. You right. know, now if the Phillies come really close, you know, maybe as he say, okay, I'll stay in Philly. But if somebody blows them away, you know, I think it's going to be Austin Lavista. And I, I think it'll be the Mets. I wouldn't be surprised if he winds up in New York in one pinstripe or the other. And yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, he. he it, my money is. I got a three-way horse. I think the Phillies are going to go after him as as best as they can, throwing a lot of money. He just get. He's getting more expensive. Right. The, the longer you wait, the more expensive it is. Right. That's right. But if not, throw him in Yankee pinstripes, or or throw, or he can be with Mister um, uh, Met. Yeah. You know, and be uh, MM and JT. And, you know, Captain, too, it's not like this great free agent here next year either. He's no. the, the the class of the free right. agency thing. And you know how we all know how important a good defensive catcher is. And he's got the bat, too. Yeah. You know, it's like having the good shortstop, having the good center fielder. You know, catchers, you know, as I would say, one of the top might be the most important defensive position, I would say, after shortstop. Um you know, and some people may argue it's the most important defensive position because you're calling the game for the pitcher, obviously. Um, you know, not all catchers. No, but, I was just going to say, not everybody yeah, can do I'll that. I'll singles, but JT Romaltu does, I can tell you that much. Yeah, and that's actually one of the reasons why catchers, uh, for the most part, make the best managers because they've had to be, especially uh, the older ones, that have, you know, that have ascended, you know, you got, who, who else, like Dave Duncan, well, Dave Duncan wasn't a manager, but he was basically LaRusso's bench coach, you have Girardi. Mike Scotia, Girardi, Girardi. Yep. Um, I, I can go on, but I can't, I can't remember, but you, you uh, 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 shit. Oh, uh, Mike Matheny for the yeah. Cardinals? there you go, I mean, because of their backgrounds in baseball, okay, with, because what they have to do, they have to position everybody. You got to call the game. You got to keep the game in check. You got to watch your pitcher and all the things like that. They're basically the manager on the field at all times, anyway. You know that's why they make the best managers, in my estimation. 
and obviously Girardi love love Girardi. Right. I'm, glad, I'm glad he's on our on our team now. That's for sure. Well, Stiz, uh, I'll put this up there. You know, I don't really under, I don't even know what the uh, the best, the p- playoffs, how that's all going to work. There's so many teams going to be involved this year. So, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think Bruce Bochy was a catcher too, wasn't he? What, bro- yeah, Bochy was a catcher slash, he was one of those utility catcher slash first baseman or something and like that. To Stiz's question, I'm almost positive. The first round's going to be best of three. The second round's going to be best of five. Right. And then the ALCS and NLCS will be seven and World Series will be seven. Right, right. Yeah, I'm I, positive I, that's how it is. I that's crazy thinking that. you can be in a best of three in gone. the first round and be the number one seed and have one bad game. and But and I think, done. too, that can make it much more interesting. You know, that's why football is great because you have one bad game in the playoffs and it's Hasta la vista. Just asked the good old Baltimore Ravens last year. That's right. On a Cleveland. Going on Cleveland. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Now, uh, and uh, good segue there, Nick, as we talk, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara on the chopping block, uh, on the trade block, I should be saying. Is he really? Yep. Or, or since he's missed the practices, he's uh, they're, they're open to trading, uh, open to trading him is, is what the rumor mill is. Wow. I, I just saw I, I was just saw something like right before I went on and it was about Kamara and it was from his age and of course they're they're trying to do double speak you know to, to make it less of a um, a public relations fiasco than it already is they're 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 doing a soft line stance or saying that yeah it's not really about the money <coughs> you know cough cough you know but they're they're, they're not pushing the issue. Because they don't want to, they don't want to look like the bad guys in this situation, in Nolan. So you know, it, it's going to be up to it's going to be up to Nolan to see what they want to do. That's why I said, don't sleep on the Saints signing Fournette if they wanted to have somebody that's a local, i.e., anybody that went to LSU is always welcome in in New Orleans. Well, and I think they'd be good to get him. He may fit very nicely in there too. That's a better offensive line a better coach, a better situation. I don't think anybody thinks Fournette's not a good running back. I mean, right. I know there's when he wants to play. character issues, but and that is huge football, uh, fantasy football news. You know, right. and people hate that. Like, you know, with Dalvin Cook, obviously he's playing, but people wonder about that. Now, Captain, did you hear about Terrell Williams getting placed on the IR for the year? Man, God damn it, you, you leave me by, by one fucking silver bullet, man. The one thing I was going to have in the conversation, I might as well fucking turn off the camera and go home now. Oh, I am home. But still, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I kind of heard about that, Nick. I, was gonna I didn't know. Car. I thought it might have just been breaking. I wasn't sure. Sorry, Captain. No, actually, uh, and I will say this in your defense because Angela hit me up with it about about five thirty five five forty, okay. and she goes, "Uh oh," and I, I "Uh oh, Terrell," and I'm like, and I said, "What?" And without even hearing what it was, it says, "Well, if it's really bad news, it makes him a hell of a lot easier to cut." <laughs> and she goes, "Yeah, it looks like he's going on the IR." So yeah, Nick, I heard. Thank yeah. you. And they, so they're saying they may start two rookies now, the first and third round pick. Yeah, I, I, I still don't see it. Um, I, I, I see 
them with with Edwards. Edwards was going to get that. Uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. <laughs> 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 I, what I what I was saying the other night because Raider G kind of uh, gave me like the same scenario. I says I can't see two rookies on the field at the same time. I see uh, Aguilar and Zay Jones on one side with rugs and Edwards in a package on the other side. I can't see maybe once or twice a game as they build up to it where you have two rookies in there at the same time. And maybe they would – and I would definitely say it probably wouldn't be on third down for sure. It'd be on first down because that's that's where you get your – if you get your off shit on first down, at least you can come back on second and third and try to bring it up. But I, I don't I don't foresee them starting like that. I, I see a veteran on one side with the kid on the other. This way that the, if there's any sort of a trouble, you know, breaking the huddle, the kid say, "Hey man, what what, what do I?" He said, "Dude, you run you run a fly, and then you come back in across the middle, and it's all yak." Okay, got it. Because I just can't see Gruden does not as a whole like rookies. He doesn't. Now if they got if they got the book smarts, great. And that's why Mayak was so important because. Uh, he's the guy that was drafting with Gruden, and he was kind of like the alter ego, you know, the devil on the shoulder, because Gruden's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me get all these, and, and Mass like, no, 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 no. This is what we're going to do. The, the 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 mind of reason with Mike Mayock. So Edwards is going to be good to go, but I don't want to throw him into it right at the beginning. But again, by the by midway, maybe to the end of the season, who's going to take that spot anyway? So. It's just they're they're hastening that, yeah, and Waller for sure. And you know what? Uh, just come, it popped in my head. The other catcher we forgot, Joe Torrey. How about him? I mean, that's yep. another great catcher. I mean, might be the best manager in the. And what of about Jaeger? Uh, I'm going back a ways, but Jaeger. Yeah, I was going to say Steve Jaeger, but I don't think he managed. I think that Steve Jaeger was like a a bench coach. And obviously, really? I thought he managed for no. For... I, I I definitely well he would. Uh, was it the uh, the the major league movies wouldn't be that great without Steve Yeager? Because <laughs> if you ever noticed, he's in the, he, Steve Yeager is is like the 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 right hand man of uh, the dude with the uh, uh, camera the, the manager. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But Steve, but Steve Yeager's in those movies. And, so. now, now is he is he. So he's Lou Brown's like assistant. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's right. Oh, in he's hand. the guy who look at this fucking guy when Charlie <laughs> Sheen pulls up in the. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Charlie Sheen pulls up on the Harley. He just because you know they got all the he wants to lose and there's all these clowns. And I just love you. Just look at this yeah. fucking guy. Yeah, I, I think that's it, but I know that he was definitely on the on the Indian staff. I think I think it was yeah. Lou Brown's uh, bench coach. That's my favorite baseball movie. I still love it. You may run like Hayes, but you hit like okay. shit. <laughs> and then when they got uh, the guy up in the thing, and he's like, uh, he says, one goddamn hit. He's like, you can't say goddamn on the radio. He goes, don't yeah, listen. But- Nobody's listening. Any- yeah, don't yeah, worry. Nobody's man. listening anyway. Gotta love Bob Euchre, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> just so you know, Major League Two was filmed yeah. in Baltimore. Right, Camden Yards. And correct. Camden Yards. So me and some buddies went up there. We're in the stands for Major League yeah. Two. Yeah, if you watch, if you, you can tell it's obviously Camden Yards, Coach. Right, right. Yeah. But they were sending people because all these people were showing up in their Baltimore Orioles gear. 
and they were sending them away. So we yeah. we just showed up there in in you know plain clothes with no no stuff. So they let us in. It was it was great, man. We had a great time. So um, uh, you know that's my one of my, one of one of my uh, you know acting uh, movie. Uh, Accolade. Yeah, acting credit. Yeah, I got one from the Philippines, and yes, I kept my clothes on and I danced. (laughs) (laughs) And and the the movie that I was in, Alangapo, The Great American Dream, won the Academy Award for the Philippines in nineteen either eighty eight or eighty nine, and I'm in the movie. So, okay, there you go. Now wait, let's let's wait a second. Wait a second, because as we get back to wide receivers and and football. Uh, David Sills, uh, we got to mention him uh, as uh, you know he's developing. He might he's probably going to start for the Giants. He's going to be a, a guy who's going to be heavily in that rotation. I think mm-hmm. so. Right. Uh, I, I, I haven't heard from Stephen Sills in a while. I wasn't no, sure if he was still recording. David or not. Sills. David Sills. Oh. The, oh, okay. the uh, wide receiver who was Lane Kiffin gave a scholarship to in the seventh grade as a quarterback. Right. Oh, we're, we missed the call. Oh, man, that ain't right. I didn't oh, even hear. Oh, he was from Pittsburgh, too. It didn't yeah, even ring. Right. That's Jared. Jared, call back, man. Jared, Jared hey, call, call back, buddy. Yeah. Jared will call back. Uh, so. so um, oh, yeah, it is Jared. Okay. Now, so, Coach. Good. Well, what I, my point is, is, you know, here's the kid. He went and thought he was going to be a quarterback, went to West Virginia. Uh, right. They put him on the field as wide receiver, uh, left, tried to be a quarterback, didn't make it, went back to West Virginia, led the country, was one of the top right. receivers, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, got cut by Buffalo, signed as an undrafted free agent, surprisingly, uh, and uh, went, uh, you know, the Giants picked him up. He was on the uh, – practice squad last year, but you know, the Giants don't have a receiver. All right, here we go. Let's get on this here. Jared asked, that's why I put Call from yeah, All right, you're in the huddle. Who's this? It's Jared in Pittsburgh, guys. What's going on? Hey, Jared. How you doing, buddy? Good, Cap. How you doing? Coach Model and Van Nick. How you guys doing tonight? Good. Doing well. How you doing, Jared? Not too bad, not too bad. It looks like it's going to rain here later on tonight, but right now it's a little muggy here, but we're hanging in there. I don't know if you guys uh, talked about it at the beginning because I'm about a little late because I just finished dinner. There was now talk, apparently now they're saying that I guess the Big Ten wants to start up again, however, possibly. The commissioner was talking to uh, a certain person today about maybe starting up the season, and now they're not going to wait till November. They want to start the season, but right now, I don't know if that's going to happen now at this point. Aren't they so aren't they so far behind the eight ball in getting this? I schedule? think they are. They, you know, yeah. now well, it uh, was it was late September, and I, they, I supposedly Trump got involved and wanted to play. But I think what really hurt them too was coming out and saying they were going to try to play in Thanksgiving because I think a lot of people were like, "Then, well, if you're going to play at Thanksgiving, why wouldn't you just play two months earlier?" When you were scheduled, because they were scheduled like September 24th or something like that, I believe. Isn't that right, Coach? Yeah, yeah, Somewhere yeah, around yeah. there, they were talking about starting the, the right. Big Ten schedule. So, yeah, I mean, I know there's a lot of pressure for, for them to play. Yeah. I mean, yesterday they said, however, I guess the Big Ten acknowledged that as President Chancellor's voted 11-3, Iowa, Nebraska, and Ohio State said, 
No, however, they were against it, however. So, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen next. I mean, one can only wonder. But then, of course, uh, we got basketball going on. Of course, we got Toronto playing right now. Of course, a tight game with them in the second period. However, we got a good game tonight. Well, will be a very exciting game, seven between Utah and Denver, of course. And yeah. then tomorrow night, we got another good game, seven between Houston and Oklahoma City, especially after what happened last night. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, if the Big Ten is doing this, how? why isn't the Pac-12 speaking out on this, Howard? I mean, the Pac-12, I know... Because the Pac-12 is a bunch of followers. It's a liberal area, too, not to get... But I think that's part of it, too. It's out west. You see my hand? Yeah. You see my hand? That's the reason why the Pac-12 is the way it is, okay? Yes. Left? Yeah. Bang! Yeah. Yep. And honestly, I think the the Pac-12, too... It's all, they're always kind of in the shadows right. of the SEC, the Big Ten. Maybe a part of it they wouldn't mind having their own, you know, season. They always say how their players don't get the Heisman hype that the Eastern schools do because they're on at 10 o'clock at night. And I don't believe that. I, I don't believe you know, that. You've had plenty of Heisman winners from, from or USC. USC. Yeah. Uh, 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 McCaffrey, man. McCaffrey's been the best Heisman hope that they've had in a while. Yeah. And and we got it, and he got he got it. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, like I said, Captain, he talks about his internet being good last night, and look what happens. No, <laughs> man, that's not on my side. That's the call. Schedule up coming this week. You can't even hear him now. Can you hear him, Captain? Marshy, I'm still here. We do not hear the words that are coming <laughs> out of your mouth, Coach. <laughs> so, uh, Jared, you had brought up <laughs> basketball. Now, Jared, you brought up basketball tonight. Who, who do you like tonight in Game Seven in the Nuggets game? Uh, you know, Utah and Denver. It's been a good series. I like the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are going to pull right. off an upset here. I yeah, think I think the momentum's on their side. Yeah, looking pretty good though. And I know uh, the Cap and I always chide uh, each other on this one, Howard. I know his boys have got to find a way tonight, Howard, to uh, let's just say. Uh, get it going here, and we'll find out about 35 minutes, however, when they play our, but uh, I know he's going to be happy about this, and he and I also, like I said, we joke a lot about each other's team, our, my boy, our, had surgery today, and he will be out three to four weeks with wrist surgery, but uh, the big one I'm looking forward to tonight is obviously the team that I, I'm hoping that wins it all, and I told him about it Sunday night when I called in, Vegas, I hope they knock out Vancouver tonight, Howard, and then get ready for the Western Final with Dallas, that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, uh, you sound like Jason Dean, man. Now, well, Vegas I've said this Vegas. already, Jared, now, that the uh, it's going to be yeah. Vegas and the Islanders in the final. Well, but coach, let's not count out Colorado yet, too. It's still three two, and they won last night. I mean, yeah. now I agree, Dallas is probably going to win that series, but they, they they were up like five or six nothing last night. You never know. Let's not just assume Dallas okay. is going to be in there. All right. Exactly. All right, guys. I'll be in touch. Talk to you later. All right. Jared, thanks for the call, Jared. We appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for calling in, Jared. Coach, i tell you, Coach, you are the biggest mush, man. Last night, oh, my new place. The internet's so great. It and is. That wasn't me. That was the call. No. That was the call. No, it was Captain. Was he not frozen? And then you couldn't hear him. Thank you, Captain. That has nothing to do with the call. I Internet. wasn't frozen, and you guys weren't frozen on my end. Hey, Coach, well, yeah, hey, hey, coach when, when you go back and watch the, the replay on this yeah, on, you, on, on, on our YouTube, this is the YouTube show, right? Correct. Yeah. When, you watch, Correct. when you watch the YouTube show, you will see you were like this for about good 15 seconds. Yeah. 
Okay. The problem is he'll spend a half an hour on Facebook. Where's the show? What's going on? <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So. I do have uh, a pick, Coach. Hold on. Two picks. All right. And. Well. You know. Hey, it's Nevada Nick. I should have broke your thumb. And if you don't want Gazo breaking your thumbs, then listen to Nick's picks exclusively in the huddle with Coach Muddle. So, I will absolutely loved the Nuggets on Sunday night. Unfortunately, we weren't on the air. But I like the Nuggets again tonight. Uh, they were down 3-1, and I think the momentum is all on their side. Jamal Murray's just playing lights out. Uh, I think the Nuggets win game seven tonight. They're a small favorite one point. So, uh, take the Nuggets. And then I'm also going to go to hockey. I think the Flyers win tonight. Um, I think Carter Hart comes back and net. And they have a valiant effort. They don't want to go down in five games and get embarrassed by the Islanders. I think you're going to see what is their best effort in this series series tonight. I think the Flyers win. Um, if they don't, I'm going to hate them even more tomorrow. But, yeah, I think what I would hope, you know, when you're facing elimination is when you're going to see the effort, you know, the best effort you're going to see. So, um, yeah, I like the Flyers tonight. Okay. Okay, I, and I will say, uh, I will be wearing, as soon as the, the show is over, I'll be taking off my wonderful Jeter jersey, and I will be putting on my black Flyers jersey, because, you know, uh, it, it, it'll work. Hopefully, it'll either expunge the, the, the bad juju that's been going on, and it's a, it's a Mike Richards captain. How long ago was Mike Richards captain? Of the Flyers, it's been like 10, 12 years. Ten so, years. Right? I think twenty ten was his last year when they went to the finals. Yeah, and then they stripped them. They stripped them. You know what? No, Pronger might have took over in twenty ten. Yeah, so it's so been a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing I'm wearing my black Mike Richards captain's jersey. Hopefully to 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 get the, get an elevation out of the Flyers. That's what she said anyway. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> And then hopefully go. Like I said, I definitely would like to go to six, but I, I, I really think that they're probably they're gonna they're gonna do everything they can this game to at least make it to six. But I, I doubt very seriously if they're gonna be pulling any of those O uh, three to well well three one now like but O three like they did with the Beantown Boys in uh, twenty ten or so. I think that's a little bit beyond, you know, the, like I said, the, the, the Islanders have been outplaying them the entire series other than the one period where they came out, boom, boom, boom. And right. they, they haven't done anything since. So hopefully the Flyers win again so I can wear the, I like the black jersey. Now, but, uh, uh, Nick, do you have any teaser for uh, the Kentucky Derby coming up on uh, Saturday? No, post positions given out tomorrow, and that's a big thing. You know, you don't want to get that, you know, the, the inside rail, and you don't want to be on the outside either. So I'm going to see, you know, the horses that are in it. You get late scratches, you know what I mean? Right. But it's looking like it now that the winner, obviously, from the Belmont Stakes, Tis the Law, is going to be a heavy, heavy favorite. So I will probably steer clear of him. I mean, what's unless I want to take a long shot and throw it in with him, Hoping to hit an exacto like that, and maybe he finishes second. But I will probably not be going with the favorite because I think it's going to be not financially worth it. I got a scoop. I got a scoop for for the Kentucky Derby. All right. I can guarantee. I can actually. I can guarantee two things. Okay, 
The first thing I can guarantee is that a horse will win. <laughs> okay. The second thing I can guarantee is the name of the horse is either something cute or something with a double entendre or something along those lines. So you put your money on that. You go with Captain Jack's Piz, and you don't. You keep your thumbs as well. A horse with either a cute name or a double entendre name or something now, like that. You're going to win yeah. money. Now, Captain Coach, I can just see his brain just going overloaded. What is a double entendre? I can. Well, see he doesn't know. That's why he's asking. Go no, ahead. I know. All right. I know what a fucking double entendre. Well, he said I'm it. The, I'm the, I'm Honestly, the, I'm going to. Coach is right. I don't know either. What is it, Captain? <laughs> a a double entendre is is like you say something, and it has two meanings. And usually, when I say it, I'm going for the more. Uh, you know, kind of like hairy, grayish, you know, sexual orientation name. You know, like, hey, that guy's got got some balls on him, you know? And and you can, it's something like that, and you can can take it one way, but I always mean it the way that's probably the one that gets the chuckle out of it. So that's that's what a double on top, in short short version, that's what a double on top is. Now, Pee-Pee here popped in last night. I think he was excited to talk about Possibly the Vikings trade, but right. I think he got a little upset right away when we were calling the PP eater and all. So I think he's disappeared again. Now, you know, it's okay, but here's the thing: you got to understand is that once they, once somebody hangs a moniker on you, when, when you're a pilot, you're not getting rid yeah. of it. Yeah, right. when, when you're a pilot and you've been dubbed, okay, you got your call sign. You can't get rid of your call sign. You can't make up your own call sign. Right, they make it up for you. So. Just, just run with it and yep. and, and, and embrace it. Exactly, and, Tommy. And make, make, so make if there's a top gun three, you're PP eater. That's just what's gonna happen. <laughs> you know, you're the PP eater to Matt. <laughs> actually, yeah, I'm actually glad you said that because one thing I learned from Angela because mm-hmm. I said this to Angela before. I said I will not go to a movie with Tom Cruise in it and pay. Okay. And, and Angela's in the industry, and it's because I was like, because I, I don't like giving that bastard money. <laughs> and and she goes, well, Captain, you have to understand that it's not that person that gets the you know the the thirty million dollar upfront guarantee with the profits and the sharing and all the other stuff. Mm. It's the grips. It's all of the writers and the, the guys behind the scenes that when you give your money to the studio for that, it's they're getting the residuals. And I said, you know what, you are absolutely right. So I, Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana. We'll see Top Gun 2 or whatever, yeah. Maverick, when it comes out Yeah, because of that. I mean, I was going to see it anyway. I was just going to you know, I was gonna theater hop, but now I'm actually right. going to pay for it. Yeah. Because of Angela, I'm not going yeah. to short trip the people in the industry, and I appreciate her talking. Well, I will right. until she comes yeah. on the show, and then uh, I'm boycotting <laughs> until she comes on the show. All right? Yeah. Now, that was a movie I was looking for forward to too captain i was disappointed when they pushed it back yeah they now pushed it back again too they pushed it to december and now they pushed it back again to like june or july of okay, 2021 i yeah. hope i'm around for it i want to make sure that i've at least seen because you know the funny thing is is that uh when i was when i was in a uh, boot camp in the navy that was the movie that was playing down the street in orlando when i went to boot camp i actually went to boot camp in my hometown so on on uh, the liberty that we were allowed, uh, we we went out and saw Top Gun. I, so it would have been like a 
June '86 uh, was when it, around that time is when it came out. So I at least remember when Top Gun came out because that's when I was in boot camp. All right. All that's right. how Coach got his wife. He was yeah. in a bar and he sang. Yeah, you know, that's right. That's exactly how it worked, Benny. Just, you know, I've been, I, hey, ever since I saw that movie, I've been working that. I've been working that gimmick, man. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man, I buying hemlocks, buying hemlocks for women, and uh, you know, <laughs> drinking hemlocks and 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 singing that. And uh, and it was funny. I'll tell you a story. I put uh, in college, a teacher put in the paper. You know, if you came by her office and sang that. You got a free pizza. Well, I do pretty much anything for free pizza. You're so damn I, right. And, and I, I showed I up there. Too. I sang my. I sang it and got my free pizza. Mm. And See, all my, it wasn't Mary. It wasn't Mary Kay Latorno. You could have got a free something else. <laughs> <laughs> Where were all these teachers when I was growing up that were putting out? Yeah. Right. You know? I mean, and and again, okay. Not that I'm condoning such thing because I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong, but. If you're if you're a teenager like my, in my age and I'm growing up and and you have and you see all these teachers nowadays like the the ones that were down the street uh, they had one here in Hillsborough was a drop dead fox and it's like and I'm like where were where were they when I was growing up man a, a lot of them are really good looking you know yeah. it's just uh, yeah. If you think what Torno was, like I said, you should see the one from Hillsborough County. Go back and go back I, I and think, anyway, anyway, I back I, to yeah, uh, passed away too. Mary Kay with Torno. Oh, okay. She and they ended up having kids together and yeah. getting married. Yeah, her and the the kid. All right, thanks for the ABC after school special there. Nick. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> but you know how it is kind of weird though. How like when it's you know a guy with a girl. And it's, you know, either's wrong, obviously. Yeah, but it seems it. like right, when it's anyway, a woman teenager anyway, with a kid. Anyway. Hey, how about those dolphins? Yeah. <laughs> and we get back to the, the uh, you know, let's touch on what yeah, Jared a, said bad, about bad the big way to tank. Say it, coach. Let's touch on probably that's not a good way to go. That's a double how could you do that? Uh, anyway, anyway. You know, the Big Ten. Who, yeah, uh, the Big Ten, baby. Yeah. There you go. Right here. I got the Big Ten right here. The Big <laughs> Ten. The Big Ten is, you know, I, I, you know, I think since the CDC came out with all this information that debunked, almost debunked everything that the Big Ten used to cancel the season. Right. right. And they're now they're backpedaling. And I and I think they're they're well, kind of uh well, left holding the bag. Point. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. I think a part of the problem is too not problem, but a part of it is too the NFL now has been practicing for a few weeks and you're not hearing about these breakouts and issues with it. And now these other teams are getting close to start playing. And, you know, if there's not all these problems, they're going to get killed. They're going to get killed because you're going to, you know, you're taking out the number one team in Ohio State from being able to play. And, yeah, it's not going to be good for the Big Ten. I mean, like I said, number one uh, in the preseason bowl. Yes, they were. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they were number one. So, um, 
<clears throat> yeah, it's it's and, and you know they haven't won a a championship. Well, it's been since obviously Meyer was there. Yeah. And I think it's been a, a little bit now. Get his name right, Urban Liar. Urban Liar, right? And now Lyre. you're right about that, Captain. But no, I mean, yeah, I mean, you honestly. Hey, uh, here's the latest COVID numbers for the NFL. Okay, from August. 21st to the 29th, the league right. conducted 58,621 tests. Four positive among players, six uh, uh, among other personnel. That's 10. That's 10, 10 out of 58, over almost 59,000. That's great. That's a good sign. Right. So I, ju- I just thought I'd throw that out to, to the... Big Ten, and let them know what's going on. Well, and plus, too, I think we, we, we touched on it yesterday, Coach, is that it, this doesn't seem to affect younger people as much as it affects older people, immune, you, you know, people with compromised immune systems. I, I, you know, it, it's just a same, like, you know, everybody, they're just, I, I, like I said, I, I won't understand. I'm not trying to minimize anything. I've known people that have died from this. It's a serious thing. I'm not saying that, but at the mm-hmm. same point, I I think you know, things are a little too strict, strict right now and, you, you know, there's a better way of going about things than just canceling everything. Right. And, and ho- hopefully, you know, it would be great to see you know, them to come back into the fold and see if they can salvage the season. And uh, get things done. Well, you're September 1st. I mean, even if they said, okay, we're going to start ramping things back up tomorrow, okay, or, or you know, or Monday. You're starting Monday when the season would normally start. You lost four weeks. So you would start in October. I mean, I guess because there's so much time between, you know, the bowl games and that, that you would be able to get those games in. I mean, if you started, if you started your season on Monday, got your teams reported, everybody reported on by Monday and start practicing. And coach, let's not forget, you know, they could also eliminate the freaking month between bowl games. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That that month. Yeah. Now there's, I just, I'm reading on ESPN now, basically, which, just makes me laugh about the Pac-12. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren had a phone call with President Trump. I guess a White, White House representative reached out about having discuss, discussions concerning how the conference can return to playing football. How does that make the Pac-12 feel? And right. they didn't even give a shit to give a call to them. Right. They, can less. they just called the Big Ten. And so that just shows you how they feel about the Pac-12. And that's definitely what Captain's doing. Is definitely part right. of it, too. And they don't even want to go down that road. Right, and I and I think you've the Big Ten has to do something with the amount of backlash that they've gotten uh, from not only players, players' families, you know, but I mean their fan base too. I mean, I just don't, uh, I just don't don't see how you could have done that, you know. And now some other, I think New Orleans said game three they're going to possibly start letting fans in game three in a dome. I don't know, you so, know what I mean, like. Well, they said possibly. They didn't say they are. They're possibly going to be able to have fans by week three. So, I I mean, you know, and I really think that, you know, like Philadelphia, New York, they all jumped the gun. Why didn't we wait until we got closer? Like, I felt like the announcement should have been now. 
You know, okay, we're but across the board, we're either not going to have fans for the first few weeks, yeah. see how it goes, or we're going to have fans. Yeah. Wait a sec. Whoa, whoa, wait a second, Coach. Don't put ideas into Mark Davis's mind when I know that my ticket's already been pushed forward to next year. Okay, I don't want him to say that. Well, now you got to make a decision. And I'm like, no, 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 I, I don't no, think no, they can no. renege on that. I don't think they can renege on that. I, I mean, that would be just bad business. They've yeah. already told you. And, and you know, I know in New York they've done the same thing where you don't have to mm-hmm. pay for your season tickets. You'll still be able to get yours for next year. Right. You know, your money will go for next year, blah, blah, blah. Now, so. now uh, another thing came out today, obviously, I think uh, we would all agree, Captain, maybe, not, you know, not so much, but I think he knows, obviously. The Chiefs extended Reed and Beach, uh, the GM, obviously, which I think is a smart move. Yeah. I mean, Andy is averaging an 11-5 and five season since he's been there. So Andy's always had success. Um, Beach is the one who basically told them, draft Patrick Mahomes. And look, not a lot of people saw that with Mahomes. Um, you know, a part of it I think might have been Texas Tech and just, you know, the quarterbacks that play there aren't used to having success. But uh, – yeah, I thought a, a good move by the Chiefs, obviously. No, I, I, those I, I agree. I agree. I mean, you, uh, you, uh, what's, what's it? You reward when the people that you hire right. do well. Right. And Patrick Mahomes, he, he was a MVP one year, the Super Bowl champion the next year. He's a fantastic find. But here's, here's where you get in trouble, okay, is when you give all of this money to X, Y, and Z. And for the last time I checked, football was a contact sport. Yeah. Okay. So you got a lot of money tied up in maybe two or three contracts with, okay, you got uh, with Mahomes, you got Kelsey, which was just got a new contract. You got the kid on the defensive line, which got a new contract. You All these other people were getting a lot of money, money, money. And all it takes is for one or two of them to have a, a knee blown out or an ACL, or you know, a, a bad break, or something like that. Then you got a lot of money tied up in bad, in bad. Yes, but when that happens, you can, um, you're able to to space that out so it's not such a big cap hit. Right. Uh, it's not now, all at once, Captain. Coach. So to to what Stiz said yes. too, and he's probably right about that. Joe Mixon got four years and forty eight million today. Kamara's yeah. deal, four years. And like three point seven five million, he's in the last year of. Right. And you know, as a running back now, these guys want to get paid because a lot of these running backs, Todd Gurley, and, and you, you know, and I want to say it was the peepee eater that put this out there that they said Kamara wanted to go home to Tennessee, and I'm like, well, they already got no, a running said, back, and they already paid the guy. Yeah, right. no, I, I said that. I said that a good place to where these people might wind up is go back to their college careers because they, they have yeah. a familiarity with that area. So Kamara playing at UT might want to go to Tennessee, but obviously they paid a lot of money to, for Henry, so that might not happen. But, you know, you know, other things have happened. Maybe you have that one-two punch, or maybe Henry says, yeah, I'd like to have this guy as my, as my you know, Gilligan to, you know, the skipper, and I, I take a little bit back. You know, it all depends on what people want. Remember, there's this there's this guy I know. He played in New England. Can't remember his name. He actually would take a little bit less money to, right. to fill out the team because he had a, a god awful looking wife who made a lot of money. 
but it's all in what what you want to do for you know, to help your team out. I still disagree with that. And I've always have I I think Brady would have done that even if his wife didn't have money. I think Brady wants to win that I much. Got you. No, 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 no. Yes, that's valid. That's that, Nick. That's valid. That's no, valid. That's true. That's true. But, but, what, but I still think it's easier pill to swallow okay, no, when you're not the breadwinner. You know, you're yeah, not the breadwinner. It does make it a little bit easier when when it's there. But you know, Tom did also at one point sign the richest contract Ooh. in history, Tom Brady. Oh, right around Eli, they they did now. He did take some uh, team-friendly deals, obviously, after that. You know, we talked about Fournette yesterday. You know another team I think he might? How about the Bears? You know, to fit with that defense, a little bit of a power run yeah. team. Nick Foles, I, I think that may fit. And, Captain, I wanted to ask you, you were talking about your seats. Did you have, you, obviously, you had to pay a, piece, a, a license, right? A license yeah, my, in my PSLs were uh, uh, 21K paid off. What? Wow. Each seat, twenty one each seat, or was no, no, twenty one, twenty one k for two. Wow, for a thirty year license, paid over three years because I didn't want to give them money on interest. So I, I, I bit the bullet and paid like uh, it was like six and a half or seven. Yeah, uh, it was like oh. seven, seven a year for three years. Yeah, I mean, obviously with Vegas, I mean that's going to be the ticket to have for away teams. You know what I mean? Every team that goes to Vegas, you're going to. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I know every, the Eagles are in Vegas next year, and that's already the trip everybody's talking about. Um, yeah, so you so better I you think, better take care of the hookup quick, there. That's uh, right, Nick. Captain. That's right. <laughs> and that's motherfucker who won't even give me a fucking tasty cake. Damn right, damn right, man. Damn tasty cakes, man. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you this weekend, Captain. I got oh, you. I'm sure heading he up. Does. I'm heading up that way this weekend. I, I'll make sure I stop and get some uh, some big old tasty cakes, man. See, I, the thing is, is I can buy them at the at the store where they're like the the discount, you know, like thirty day old things. I like fresh. I like fresh. Right. right. There's, there's nothing. And, better and we'll talk to your buddy cake. Billy, and I'll have him ship him FedEx to you because he's got his yeah. FedEx hookup. So we'll get yeah. sent. Oh, Billy's got a lot of hookups. Billy's got the hookups, so yeah, we'll see. But uh, as far I said, as far as tickets, and, and I, people were even talking about this as well. It's like I don't want to. Uh, what is it? Super duper uh, stick stick a, a a broomstick up a. So there's a name for that. What was the guy in New York that got uh, broomsticked? And that, yeah, actually, his last name was called being you know whatever. It was an African gentleman. Or African descent, then they they called it from that. I don't want to do that to people that want to buy my ticket. However, I am going to make some money on my tickets. That's for sure. Oh so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna super juice them. But they're they're. I'm. They're definitely not going to be cheap because they're going to be what I paid for them. Plus mm. a plus a bit of the money to get back my PSL back. And I looked around and I said, Hey, what are they going for? The tickets that are near me on on the map and i just i put my prices as to what a equivalent ticket around that area was and i sat back now because of covid none of them were ever sold because nobody wanted to buy in on that but next year knockwood where there isn't hopefully this pandemic hopefully i'll do the same thing i'll figure out what games i want to go to and then i will sell some of the other requisite games i have a question captain you you paid that psl which is good for 30 years Right? 30 years, yeah. 
But what if you decide not to get your tickets and you lose it? Then they're going to get another guy to pay that money yeah. for another, right? Yeah, but they they have to they they have to uh, sell back sell me back my PSL. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. I didn't know that. I didn't, wow. know, I didn't know that. Now, I thought that was uh... coach. Supposedly, the Saints are willing to take a one for Kamara. That's what if you want Kamara, that's what you you gotta you gotta give up. But obviously, too, you're gonna have to give up one. And then pay him as You're well. You're going to have to pay him, right. Yeah, I'm When you got to Fournette out there, but Fournette is also, he's cheap because he's still on a rookie deal. And, mm-hmm. you know, but you're going to have to pay him next year. You know, you're going to, you're still going to have to pay him. You, you know where I would like him and where I think he would fit well and some people might disagree. Uh, good old captain's team, the Raiders. You got Jacobs, a guy on third down. Think what him and Mark Ingram used to do. Yeah, be I, I, I got you. I got you. Yeah. And and, uh, and I've said this on the Raider board. I said, it's because of two things that I'm leery of paying him. A, he's just got a bad injury history. And that's not just with the Jaguars. That goes all the way back to LSU. I'm saying right. Kamara, Coach. I mean, oh, uh, Kamara. Kamara. Oh, I think Kamara yeah. with Jacobs – and look, oh, I pay Kamara you know, in a minute, man. There, there's no doubt. Kamara. Everybody thought Kamara was going to have the big fantasy year last year because Ingram left. I think he missed Ingram. Missed Ingram taking some of those touches and all. And you look, Josh Jacobs is a Mark Ingram type player. I would say maybe not as like a, of a, 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 a tackle breaker, but faster, more yeah. explosive than Mark Ingram. Um, so I think they would fit good. You know, Gruden. Gruden loves running backs. Yeah, uh, and he loves rolling the running backs out of the backfield. Just think of Ricky Waters in '95 when he played for the Eagles. I mean, Gruden loved Ricky. So um, I, I mean, I don't know that it'll happen, but I think that would be a good fit. You know, because we're not in that. Very, very rarely do you have the cowbell running back anymore. Right. Yeah, well, all three down. The last time that Gruden had a cowbell running back, he ran the cowbell into the ground in Cadillac Williams. I was just going to say, wasn't that the Cadillac? Yeah, and, I remember and him and getting on. I remember getting an interview. He goes, I think we're, I think we're buying a Cadillac today. Yeah, on draft day when they, they I think Cadillac, we're buying a Cadillac. That Cadillac was stripped up in Harlem within about two or three years because it was just broke. Yeah, it was broke down. <laughs> But, so, all right, well, gentlemen, we're up against it. Fast, super fast hour, as always. Captain, thank you. I appreciate the uh, Derek Jeter jersey. Thank you. Uh, and why don't you plug? You got your, you got something going on tonight? Yeah, uh, Angela and I are going to be doing our normal uh, Tuesday, Wednesdays. What the fuck are we talking about over on my channel this week? That's Captain Jack Rackham Levy in that scroll right there. And then, obviously, Thursday night. All the, by the way, all these nine Eastern, six Pacific, on on my channel. This week, man, it, it's 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 nonstop. Nine Eastern, six Pacific. You got the two, got the shows with Angela Tuesday and Wednesday night. You got my normal. Uh, you don't know jack about sports show. That's on Thursday night, and then Friday night. Join Jared Bunch. The, uh, the NFL most notably known for his time with the New York Giants, and then he came out to uh, Los Angeles. Unfortunately, he only played like a few games and, and, and got hurt. But I always wanted to, wanted to interview those guys, and Jared has been a very successful, uh, like a lot of uh, football players, post-NFL career, becomes an actor and has his own production company. So 
we'll, we'll do that. And obviously, it'll be a little bit of an interview and then call in. So hopefully, Coach will call in on Friday for Jared Bunch as well. So be All sure right. you're there. Now, now, Coach, why don't you ask me if I have any plugs? I'm getting to you, Captain, first. I'm going around the horn. I said, thank Captain, now I'm going. Nick, how you doing? Thanks for, uh, thanks for being I'm on the show. Go blow, I'm just going to go plug the blow-up doll in my bedroom. <laughs> there you go. So, wait, so besides, 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 yeah, yeah. wait a uh, second. Uh, besides, besides plugging Stiz, what do you got going on? <laughs> I was just breaking balls because I wanted to say to go plug a blow-up doll. I, I was waiting on that. No, but yeah. So, uh, obviously, Stiz is going to come through some fantasy football with us. I think we might have him on one night next week to talk about fantasy drafts and all. And then, obviously, we'll be doing the Sunday show. Me and Coach haven't really talked about a time yet, but yeah. I'm thinking, what, like probably between 10 and 11, Coach? Yeah, yeah. And we'll do around roughly an hour, maybe a little shorter. We'll talk mainly gambling, kind of game of the week kind of stuff. And then, obviously, Stiz will have the, the juice on the fantasy football. Yep, absolutely. Deal. <laughs> I, might, I, might, I might actually, you know, if you if you if you learn me how to do some of this shit, I might throw some money away. You know, there we go. I like it. All right, there you go. Good stuff as always. All right, guys, we'll see everybody tomorrow. We'll be back over on Facebook tomorrow, uh, and then um, you know we're going to be flip flopping for a little bit longer and uh, until we uh, get it going. So I appreciate everyone checking us out. And if you're uh, here, we'll subscribe to the channel, Dan, like, and subscribe to subscribe the channel. Subscribe to the, the channel. Like the channel. Like the channel. We're trying to get up to 100 uh, subscribers. So get there. Get there. Thank you. Tell your yeah, friends. Get to 100 subscribers. And don't forget, don't forget, also, if you miss this, you can't watch the video, you can yeah. always check us out on a podcast wherever you listen, Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, uh, just type in Coach Muddle. I pop up, and uh, you can listen to any one of these shows. Right. So yeah, thanks, Coach guys. Muddle we'll see you tomorrow. Up.